Hello, City Church. My name is Jacob, and this is City Church Together for Friday, March 12th. Today is the second episode in our series called What is a Covenant Member? Each week, we're talking about one of our covenant member pillars that defines really what it looks like to be a covenant member day in and day out. Last week, Trevor and I talked about engaging in the Sunday gathering, and this week I have a conversation with our pastor of families and communities, Dustin Walker, about engaging in community. And after that, we'll hear from one of our covenant members, Marty Potts. And so let's go ahead and jump into my conversation with Dustin. Dustin, welcome back to the podcast. Why, thank you. Thanks for having me, Jacob. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, Dustin, what does it mean to engage in community? Well, uh, what does that mean to engage in community? It means a lot of things, um, but I want to anchor that in Scripture. So I want to look at Galatians 6, verses 1 through 5. So let me read that, and we'll go from there. It says, brothers and sisters, if someone is overtaken in any wrongdoing, you who are spiritual, restore such a person with a gentle spirit, watching out for yourselves so that you won't be tempted. Carry one another's burdens. In this way, you will fulfill the law of Christ. For if anyone considers himself to be something when he is nothing, he deceives himself. Let each person examine his own work, and then he can take pride in himself alone and not compare himself with someone else for each person will have to carry his own load. Now there's several things I think in this passage um, that are direct takeaways and relate to community. Um, But I want to focus on kind of the first couple verses and the last three verses and kind of lumping them together because the first two um, Paul is talking to a church, a community of people, and he's telling them to do some things together. He's saying, if there are people that are caught in sin, then we're supposed to restore them. So community is supposed to be a, a place of restoration, a place of, of healing. Um, it's also supposed to be a place of help. Um, verse two, Paul says, carry one another's burdens and we're to fulfill the law of Christ when we do that. So there are things that all of us are carrying on ourselves um, that it's too much. It's too great a burden. Um and we need the help of other people. And that is how we image God. Christ has shouldered our burden on the cross, and we're, to po- we're supposed to come alongside others to help shoulder their burdens in ways that in which we can. The weird thing is, is that on the second half, like he kind of shifts to talking to a group still, but telling them all individually to do certain things. So they're to do these things individually. So there's a, the public component of community, but there's also the private part that I have a personal responsibility in order to engage community in a healthy way that I need to remember some things. One, I need to not be prideful. I shouldn't consider myself to be something when I am not something. And I shouldn't compare myself to other people. Um, and there's this self-examination that I think we're to have And properly and positively, I think instead of being prideful and comparative, we should be humble and grateful people, and we should be encouraged by other people and humbly serving them, grateful for the relationships that we have and the things that God has done in us and the ways that I see God working in other people. 
I, I like the distinction between you know it's not just a place to receive it's a place to give as well and we've seen that giving giving in the midst of this past year has been really hard um you know we're coming up on the anniversary of the pandemic really beginning and uh, really beginning to take shape and affect our lives and uh, community really since then I think unlike any other season in our church has taught us that you know it's a it's a fight and there are often times where it feels like man I don't want to do this I don't want to engage and why is it important to engage community even when it feels like when it feels like we're isolated and I don't want to I just don't feel like engaging yeah yeah well, I, I think this last year has probably taught us that if we didn't already realize we were in a deficit of relationships um, with all those things kind of being taken away f- from us for p- long periods of time, um, it's revealed now more than ever that we need people in our lives. Um, and how do we engage? How do we re-engage in those? Well, you just have to take a step. I mean, uh in order to enter into the things that Paul is sharing, even here in Galatians, if I have a burden, I have to make that burden known. If I'm entangled in sin, I have to let people know that. Um, if I want restoration from, and I want the help of other people to get me to that place, not just from God, I'm going to need people in that process as well. I have to make those things known. I have to be vulnerable and admit like this has been hard. This has been difficult. I have messed up. Um, I've broken these things. Um, I have been prideful. I've been comparing my life to other people and taking a step and entering into um, those relationships. Something else I've thought is through this, especially through this last year, is a lot of people have become more and more disconnected. Um, and it's been easy, honestly. You know, we were kind of forced into isolation for, for a long period of time, and then we've kind of gone back and forth uh, between what's safe, what's not. Um, and so people that were already involved in our church, involved in community groups and in the lives of other people, um, it's easy to drift. And, you know, it's kind of like you're floating um, on a raft at the beach, you know, when you stop looking at the shore, you realize like you're out in the middle of the water and like, Oh my gosh, I'm out here by myself because the tide is just going to keep dragging you further and further out. And that's kind of the way the default is in our life. Like if we are not actively engaging community, we get further and further apart from it. And so it's now more important than ever, I think to, to re-engage. Um, so if you've been disconnected, this is an opportunity to reconnect, um, for those people uh, that have started connecting to our church, because I think one of the encouraging things is uh, throughout the last like six months or so is the number of people that have wanted to connect in our church. Uh, they've come to some Sunday gatherings. They've wanted to connect to community groups. They've wanted to get in, involved in the life of the church. Um, that's a slow process. And, you know, we're all coming at, at this from a deficit and, you know, Maybe those folks are wanting to get involved in in this church and get involved in relationships. And of course, that's a that's a slow process anytime. Um, but to be patient as we do that and just making sure that we're we're a part of the process and not worried so much about the the logistics of I have to be doing the right things. Let's look at taking the right step today or this week for the next month, and then let's see where it goes. Um, let's not try to 
fill up all the ways that we're lacking in relationship from this last year in the next week. You know, that problem is not going to get solved, but we can take a step in that and we can take a step the next day and the next week and the next week and after. And so it's a long process. Um, but to re-engage, we just have to be vulnerable. We have to examine ourselves. We need to be humble, humble before God. We need to humble ourselves before other people and gratitude, I think goes a long way. Um, and just remembering what God has provided to us, what he's given us in Christ and the community that he's provided for us um, in a church body. So as we do that, we experience more and more of God's presence and it becomes less and less about our performance, about what we're doing or what we're not doing. And we stop comparing ourselves to each other. Um, they have more friends than me. <laughs> they're doing things and I'm not. I can't believe they're doing this. And, and we look to Christ and our needs are met there first. And then we enter into community ready and willing to contribute and not just to receive. And so, I mean, when you're, when you're saying <clears throat> take a step, I mean, you're literally saying like just uh, reaching out to someone in your community group, like, Hey, let's go get coffee. Like as simple as that. Is, is it, is that yeah. what you're saying? Yeah. I mean, Get off a Zoom screen yeah. and get onto a phone call. Yeah. Stop texting and get on a phone call. Yeah. Um, meet up for coffee. Go for a walk together. Go out on the greenway. Socially distance it, it, as, as much as you need to, but take a step um, because it's easy to get involved um, and get deeply embedded in just being by ourselves not responding to phone calls, not responding to emails and text messages. Um, and we just kind of get sucked into the same cycle. So taking a step is literally just reaching out and saying, let's get together. Not with any like grandiose <laughs> goals, um, but just for presence, for just being known. And maybe there is something, you know, further than that, that you need to do. Maybe there's a confession that you need to make, um, Maybe there's a need that you have that you want help with, um, but maybe you just need to be reminded that you're not alone, that there is another person, there's a group of people that is ready and willing to receive you, and we are willing to work together to carry each other's burdens. Thank you, Dustin, for sharing those thoughts with us. And now we're going to head over to listen to Marty Potts Jr., uh, one of our Covenant members, he's going to share about how he engaged in community at our church after a long time of not engaging in community. So here's my conversation with Marty. Marty, thank you for coming on the podcast. Sure. Excited to do it. Thanks for asking. Of course, of course. And so, Marty, what was your experience of Christian community, uh, your experience of church before City Church? I started bouncing around in college. Um, I was a Christian. You know, I call myself a Christian. And I, I was. I, I believed in the Lord, and I um, loved Him, and I um, prayed a lot and read some, and but I, when I got to college uh, at Tennessee Tech, um, it was my first college I went to, I went to two colleges, but um, Tennessee Tech, um, me and my buddy, uh, who was a Christian as well, my roommate, 
uh, who went up there with me, we started bouncing around to different Christian organizations. And so we went to all the different ones just to see what it was about. Cause we had to, you have to figure out what's there, what it offers, what the place offers, you know, and, totally. and um, it was, it was really good experience. I mean, I had literally no real bad experiences with any of them, but we kind of gravitated to one called Chi Alpha. Um, a great pastor there, Joe Nate Scales, uh, was awesome. The worship was great. And, um, and the community was really cool, man. Um, but I would say I learned a lot and I grew a lot there and I was there for two years. Um, and I was even, we would go on, we went on some retreats with them and I was there every Wednesday. It was a Wednesday night deal. Uh, I went to the church. Uh, sometimes when I was up there, I would go to their church. Uh, it was really great. The, the community was so good there. Um, and I really feel like that was my first true glimpse of community and I loved it. Um, and I was starting to get plugged in more, but I changed paths as far as my, um, scholarship, not my scholarship, but my, um, school, uh, path went your major, yeah. my major, I changed, well, I changed twice there. And then I changed, um, I, I decided to come back to Nashville to do a design design school. So when I did that, I lost community. And that actually really hurt. It was, it was hard. It was That was one of the biggest things I didn't want to leave. Interestingly mm-hmm. enough, and it's funny that as you ask that question, I haven't thought of that um, yeah. in, in that light in a really long time. But that was my first glimpse. But when I got back here, like I said, I kind of lost community. So I would kind of bounce from church to church a yeah. little bit, or church hopping a little. And, and um, I finally found a church. And I went with some of my buddies, which was great. And we went to the anchor down in Nashville and it was a great, it's a great church, a great pastor there, Brian. But um, I never really plugged in when I got there. I, and it was, it's, it was my own fault. I never really felt truly connected. And it was because I never gave that a shot. I was always intimidated. I was always so intimidated to get involved. There was this lie I would believe that was like, my relationship with God is a personal relationship, but my relationship, I kind of let that kind of run wild. And I would, I felt like I really kind of almost didn't need a, to, to dive too far into the church community. And I sure, honestly yeah. didn't understand what that meant. I had kind of forgot what it was looking like. And so, yeah, man, I, I did that. And it's interesting if I would have gotten plugged in there, um, something happened. My, my, my Nana went into, um, into the hospital and um, she was in there for a month or over a month really like and struggling back and forth, uh, trying to, trying to get off a ventilator. And, um, but she wound up passing away in 2017. It was in 2017 and, uh, it's really hard, but I was, I was really starting before that to really commit myself again to the church. I wasn't getting, I hadn't fully gotten into the community yet aspect of it, but I was like going every week and I was starting to do other programs and stuff with them and like kind of getting there, but then that happened. And with my Nana and, and, and so I hadn't been fully sold out to community at that point. Right. Before. Yeah. And when I went back, man, I, I felt distant and disconnected mm. and I felt like I was, um, people were judging me and they weren't, they weren't, it was in my own head. Yeah, but yeah. if I would have been connected to community, then I would have stuck with it, but I didn't, I felt very disconnected. And so I kind of like fell off. And I went away from the church. I like, because I let the enemy get in my head and say, like, they don't want you here anymore. You let them down. You were doing so well, but now you've let them down. So you, you should be, you should just get away from them. So that was me before. And then I started, and then I just church hopped again mm-hmm. um, until 
I got the city. How did your experience of engaging in community differ at City Church um, from your previous experiences? Yeah. Um, well, I I came to uh, begin visiting City Church because of a lovely lady uh, that a lot of people probably know, um, Abigail Claire Davis. Most people probably just call her Abby. Uh, but she's, <laughs> not a, she's not a Davis anymore. She's a Potts now. A Potts That's right. Uh, Amen. <laughs> I love it. Um, but man, yeah, I got, uh, me and her started seeing each other. Um, yeah. And she was a very committed member of City mm-hmm. uh, and worked with the church too. And, um, and I thought that was awesome. And I heard of, even when I heard uh, my cousin actually is who introduced us and she uh, told me about Abby's commitment to this church. And I was like, wow, she sounds great, you know? And so we met and we started liking each other and she was committed. And so like, it was a big deal for her mm-hmm. to have me come yeah. uh, to church and visit. And, and I mean, I was a Christian, I, I, so I was not opposed. I didn't have a home church. So I was like, Sure. I mean, I, I don't mind visiting and seeing what it's all about and you're a part of it. So I want to know more, you know, I want to know more about your church and what it's all about. So, um, it started through her and, um, I would say, uh, one of my first experiences, I think it was before even I came to visit the service to go, to go to a service, me going to, she used to live with Trevor and Kiva Atwood and, uh, the pastor of city church, which is very intimidating. And so was going there uh, for a dinner, which was so, so sweet to have me over. It was great. Uh, but I was very pressured. I was, I was so nervous. Um, but then uh, the next one was the family dinner thing on a Sunday night. And um, I went over there. And right when I was a little, I was nervous for this too, because like, oh, these, all these people are going to be here or whatever. And these are people that she loves. And that was the first glimpse of community at City Church. It was yeah. all these people together at a house, sharing life together, doing life together. And it was beautiful, man. And it, and I felt so welcome. And then, so that went well. And then after that, you know, I visited, I started visiting. Um, and then it became just every Sunday I was coming. Um, I loved it. I loved, I loved the church. I loved Trevor's uh, preaching and the worship. I mean, I really did. I really loved the church. I just grew so quickly to love it. Um, and everybody there was so inviting. Um, and I love that. So um, the next step was, of course, especially with Abby being my girl, was community group. Um, the next step was community group. She was all about that. And, um, and she talked so much to me about it. And then she invited me to come. And it was good because it was people I had already met. So it made me feel a little more comfortable. So I went to community group. And um, man, everybody, once again, was so inviting. Yeah. So um welcoming and so accepting like they just mm. they just wanted to love on me man and that was huge man um it, and i was like wow this is what church is all about this yeah. is what it's supposed to be about man and and i hate that i had missed it so long in life and um it felt so good and i have family you know that are, a lot of my family are christians and a lot of my friends are but it's different when you have a weekly meeting of people who are committed to one another yeah. to um, to go. And you know that you're going to be able to share life together, mm-hmm. ask for prayer, pray for one another, and and then uh, talk through scripture and talk through sermons. Man, it was huge, and I loved it so much, dude. Um, dude, yeah. I love it. That's amazing. Uh, and I, I think I love what you said about how that weekly rhythm 
was so helpful and the structure that you experience in that and the regularity yeah. was and in the way that, you know just you talked about committing because you know you you went from engaging in that community and you weren't just a spectator you wanted to be a participant yeah and so you know you you are now uh, a member and now you and abby are married and uh very much a part of this church and uh and obviously with the past year um it has been very difficult at times to engage in community um as you know you and i probably have felt at different times and um and so for the people listening you know what encouragement would you give to people who haven't engaged in community recently um and or are struggling to re-engage um with the church well uh my first piece of encouragement um i think would be get in a community group i think that is my first piece of encouragement if you're not in one if you don't have a community group you should get one like and it, it can be really intimidating i'm not gonna act like it's not you know um it is it was like the first time i went i was so nervous like i was so nervous like because it's always nerve-wracking to meet new people and then to enter into a space where it's like people are going to be vulnerable slash you probably are like going to be vulnerable possibly that's tough um but i would say that you first off most of i would say that most people in a community group aren't going to expect you to share everything your first time you come in right right they they just i you know, and for me, I'll speak for myself. How about that? Because I am a member, like you said, I'm a, I'm a covenant, covenant member now. Praise God. Never been a member of a church, a true member of a church before until city. Truly, I haven't. And yeah. because of co- because of community groups, because of D groups, because of um, the love that I've been shown, I am a covenant member now. Mm. Because of it. And um, because it's an amazing church. And I really believe in it. I really believe in the mission of City Church um, and the people there. So I would say um, from me, if you're coming to my community group, I just want to see you there. Like I'm excited to see new people. We've had a few new people come to ours and it's been so refreshing, yeah. not because we need new faces, but because if you don't have one, we want you to be a part of our community. We want you to grow deeper with us mm-hmm. because that's what we're trying to do there. Um, and we do like, and some, some of the new folks in ours like have been so awesome and they have opened up because you know what they said, the reason that they opened up, was because they felt so welcome and so comfortable. And so I would just say like, don't feel, don't feel pressure to feel like you have to share your life story right away, but go into it open-minded and open-handed with the Lord mm-hmm. and um, have an open mind, heart, hands, you know, all of that. Yeah. Um, ready to just, first off, walk into it, giving it to God saying, God, I'm doing this for you first off, right? I'm doing this for you. And I'm doing this um, because I believe in this church. And um, gosh, I need people with me. I need people around me because I tell you what, I did the lone wolf Christian thing for a long time until I put myself in a community group. I never felt as connected um, and I never felt as equipped. I think, I think equipped would be a good word for it because when you yeah. enter a community group, you, they, those people around you surround you, they're your team. They're on your side. Yeah. Um, and so much so that like, for me, you know, there's been plenty of times where, um, and I'm not saying that like, don't hear this in an intimidating way, 
But like I've confessed sin many times to that group. Yeah. You know what? Not one person looked at me different the next time I came in. Yeah. They looked at me more. They looked at me more lovingly, actually. That's good. Yeah. Man, and it was amazing because it helped me get through a lot of the issues that I was having. Mm-hmm. It helped me feel more welcome, more connected to the church, and more connected to Christ. Um, it is amazing, dude. For me, and I think like most people, I am so sick of screens. I'm so sick. Of, you know, like, um, and a lot of community groups, I don't know if all are right now. I, I'm not for sure, but we are meeting in person again, which is a beautiful thing. But even if you're not meeting in person, even if it's you know over a Zoom call or whatever, but I would say don't let busyness in life, because life's always going to be busy. Don't let yeah. busyness in life, don't let fear of um, judgment or any of that stuff like keep you from coming back to community group, like yeah. come back as quick as you can get back into it um, because we're doing it again, man. And it's so refreshing because of everything that the, that we're going through in the world right now, we need it more than ever. Mm. We need community more than ever. It is yeah. so beautiful. Don't feel alone right now because you're not right. Like you're not, you don't have to be, you don't have to be alone. There's people that want you to like come and be with them and they can love on you. And then you can love on them in return. They need you just as much as you need them, man. Totally. So yeah, I mean, please come back. Like if you haven't, if you haven't, I, I would just say give it a shot. Get back into it because it is so critical. It's so yeah. Man, I, I'm so grateful to hear the conviction that you found like along the way, because I can tell that conviction has only grown, you know, your conviction of your community. So, man, thank you for sharing that. And, you know, we hope, you know, I hope the Lord uses this as just encouragement for folks. And, uh, but, uh, yeah, man, thanks for coming on and sharing your story. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for having me, Jacob. I hope that everybody's encouraged by it. And I hope that, uh, our church just continues to grow uh, spirit filled revival, man. That's what everybody's been praying for. And, and I believe it's still coming, so I'm excited. Hey, and it starts. It starts with community, bro. It starts. With Let's com- go. Yeah. Right. It does, though. We can't do it alone. We have to do it together. It's those. It's what Trevor talks about. Those stones stacking those those stones up, man. Uh, built on the foundation of Christ. So. Amen. I love it. I've learned a lot. I've learned a lot, and I'm still learning. So. Uh, yeah. Love you, Jacob. Love you too. <laughs>